Welcome to the North Star Audio Experience. This is week two, day two, Tabernacle. This week, we will journey through the entire story of Scripture. We want to be able to read the Bible with confidence. Along the way, we will be reminded of our theme. God has always wanted to dwell with his people. Yesterday, we examined the story of God creating a perfect world. He placed two humans in the garden so that he could dwell with them. Together, they would oversee creation. Although humanity was designed to walk with God, the original sin separates us from him. Adam and Eve were banished from the Garden of Eden, and more importantly, banished from the presence of God. After their exile, Adam and Eve built a life east of Eden. Their kids had kids, and humanity slowly expanded across the globe. As the population grew, so did human wickedness. Violence, greed, and lust fill the pages of Genesis, the first book in the Bible. Idolatry led to child sacrifices and perverse sexuality. The fallout of sin was worse than anyone could have imagined. Then God interceded. He initiated a plan to save humanity from their sins. He would choose a family to be his own. He would dwell with them and they would serve him. Through this divine partnership, the whole world would see the beauty, grace, and mercy of the one true God. That family would be a missionary people. Through them, the entire world would receive the blessing of the presence of God. God chose one couple, Abraham and Sarah, to be the parents of his new nation. Slowly and miraculously, he expanded their family called the Israelites. Due to a famine, Abraham's 70 descendants moved to Egypt where God blessed them. Over the next four centuries, their population skyrocketed to two million. Their expansion caused concern for the Egyptian king, Pharaoh. The new nation had the potential to overthrow the Egyptian empire. He feared losing power, so he enslaved Abraham's family. The Israelites called out to God and he heard their prayers. He raised Moses to deliver them from slavery. For that story, read Exodus 3 through 15 or watch the Prince of Egypt. The people of Israel escaped through the wilderness of the Middle East toward the land that God had promised to give them. But they faced a huge problem. In front of them spanned hundreds of miles of unforgiving desert and dozens of hostile civilizations. How would they feed their children, defend themselves from the attacks of other tribes, or even walk in the correct direction? Amid this uncertainty, we encounter a powerful scripture. And the Lord God went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might travel by day and by night. The only thing standing between the nation and a mass grave in the desert was God. His presence appearing in the form of cloud and fire was their constant on the journey. He continually provided food, water, shade, protection, and guidance. 
Without him, they would have starved in the wilderness, covered by sand and forgotten in the record of history. Without him, they would still be building the pyramids. The Israelites weren't just on a road trip. They were on a journey with God. During their journey in the wilderness, God gave instructions to his people. Speak to the people of Israel that they may take for me a contribution. From every man whose heart moves him, you shall receive the contribution for me. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst. I want you to notice two things from this passage. First, God had delivered the Israelites because he wanted to live with his people. They were to build this sanctuary called the tabernacle so that he could dwell with them. Every tent in the Israelite camp was centered around the tabernacle. Each morning as they walked outside, they would see God's presence dwelling with them. Each night, they would see a pillar of fire hovering over their camp through the opening of their tents. They were his. He was theirs. God had moved in. Secondly, notice that God asked for a contribution to build the tabernacle. He could have dropped a tent out of the sky or had the people steal one from a neighboring civilization. But instead, he asked the people to search their hearts and contribute from their resources so that he could dwell in their midst. Why did God do this? On June 14th, 2015, I married Katie, the girl of my dreams. After our honeymoon, we moved into an apartment together. But imagine if I didn't change my life at all. What if our home was filled with my stuff and I forced her to donate her things to the thrift store? What if I spent all my money and time on myself? Of course this didn't happen. Because I valued her presence, I made space for Katie in my life. The same thing can be said for God. Although he wants to dwell with us, he values our free will. He doesn't force himself upon anyone. Some 40 years after the tabernacle was built, the Israelites arrived in the land God had promised to give them. A few hundred years after that, King Solomon upgraded God's house from a tabernacle to an extravagant temple. The temple would be a hot spot for God's presence in the land of Israel. He continued to dwell with his people. So what does it mean for God to dwell with us? God's presence can mean three things. One, God is ever-present everywhere. There is no place we can go to hide from God. Two, God dwells in every follower of Jesus through the Holy Spirit. That is what we mean when we say that we have a personal relationship with God. We will talk about this much more later in the journey. Three, but there is more. We are invited to hunger for more of God's presence in our lives. When God blesses us with his presence, we don't say, that's good enough. We say, more please. The North Star journey is all about hungering for more of God. Jesus famously said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Pastor John Tyson says that God shows up where he is wanted. 
In other words, when we ask for more of him, he says yes. My friend Dre says it like this, God chases those he loves, but he loves those who chase him. Let's continue the journey. Let's keep chasing God. Thanks for listening to the North Star Audio Experience. To discover the next steps for today's content, go to mynorthstar.space slash week.